For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Ron Uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were a but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy Hunt. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? I'm going to be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy Blake guitar. Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to an action-packed edition of the world-famous Chiggy Chegwire Radio Broadcast. We are coast-to-coast. Coast. And water, as I always like to say, on iHeartRadio. Also, thanks for joining us today on Twitch. Oh, the Facebook. YouTube as well. Thanks for rocking and rolling with us here on a fabulous, fabulous Thursday. Oh, I'm blocked from live streaming, according to uh, to YouTube. That's fantastic. Get a hold of us online at JiggyJaguar.com. <laughs> I love that. I love that, as Tom Ligas would say. And uh, great stuff coming up here on our big program. And uh, we are going to go to our first guest. He is going to join us here on our big broadcast. And uh, I've always got to make adjustments with the deal. I don't know why I always have to make adjustments with the deal, but I do. So we are going to go to our first guest. He is going to join us here in a broadcast. Steve Anderson is going to join us here in just a few moments, and he will join us via the magic of the old skip Skype, the old Skyper Rooney. And uh, Steve, welcome to uh, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? I am well, thank you, and thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit on your background, my friend. G- give me a little bit on your background. Uh, thank you. Well, I am uh, I am a product of really a, uh, what I would consider to be just some some amazing things that have happened. I, I I don't like to take credit for everything that's happened. I am the product of some amazing mentors. I think we can all say that of uh, people that have shared with me things that they have done that have worked. I'm a big believer that it's a lot easier to copy genius than it is to create mediocrity. And uh, so Fantastic. I love to copy genius everywhere I can find it. And, uh, and so uh, today I spend my professional time working with professionals, executives all over the world uh, and in focusing on great customer experiences and how they can transform that into to really making a name and a brand for themselves and for their companies. So we do that in a lot of different environments. And uh, the uh, the latest book that I know we're going to talk about is all about that. It's all about 
uh, how you come across personally, as well as what you do in your business, your profession, whatever your job may be, uh, to create a great experience for other people. Fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live. Stephen J. Anderson is with us. He joins us here on our big broadcast, and uh, he has got some amazing, amazing books. So you have got this latest book. Tell us a little bit about this, my friend. So this is called The Bicycle Book. Now, this is a throwback, uh, which we had a blast putting this together. But I'm going to take you back a few years. This uh, The setting for... This is a business book that is set in a story. Uh, This is a new genre of literature that we call the autobiographical business novel. Uh, So it is set in a a story that is factual in many parts. Other parts are constructed, but it's all based on, on key business principles. It's set in the 1970s. Uh, on the back of a purple Schwinn Stingray bicycle with big Texas longhorn handlebars. Uh, and on, on one of my first original business experiences, which was doing a paper route. Now, this was back in the days when we got our news on actual newsprint. And that mm-hmm. newsprint, those newspapers were distributed by young men on bicycles that would go around in the neighborhood and leave it on your front porch. Uh, And it was one of the best business educations that I ever got early in life, uh, not only because of the experience, but also because of the unsolicited tutoring and mentoring I got from my father, who happened to be a, uh, the CEO of the largest uh, advertising agency in the Western United States, who turned our dinner table conversations into business seminars and how I could apply business principles to that very first business that I had. And so the entire book lays out 12 customer service principles that any business, really any individual can apply to be much more successful, not only in their business, but in their life. All on the back of a purple Schwinn 1960s uh, Schwinn bicycle. That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about the writing process for this incredible book, The Bicycle Book. So, yeah, what we did is we went back to key events uh, that happened in this particular experience over several years. Uh, and also that not only the lessons learned, but also the lessons taught and, and then laid that out in an entertaining, but also very instructive way that a team. So uh, an entire team in a business could sit down, read it together, apply the lessons and, and construct them in a way that will benefit their business. And Incidentally, this kind of magically happened. Uh, This turned into uh, a parenting book along the way because of all these great uh, lessons that my dad shared with me. He was an amazing man uh, that just had a unique way of being able to capture teaching moments and and turn those into life-changing experiences. So as the story developed, we extracted the lessons and then laid those out in a way, step by step, that that anybody could use either personally or professionally to apply those same lessons in in their situation. 
Amazing. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. Stephen Anderson is with us, and uh, he has got the bicycle book. It is a phenomenal read, and he joins us today here on our big program. I, I definitely, at some stage of the game, have to have you back on our uh, business program, Build, Grow, and Enjoy, because uh, I... I You've got the perfect book here for that. Uh, so, Stephen, what's been some reviews and feedback you've gotten on this book so far? Well, so here's here we wrote this um, for really a couple of different audiences. One, whole teams, whether that's a business team, uh, whether it's the the team at you know a, a school, or whether you read you know any any group of people that work together for the benefit of other people, which is all of us, right? All of us are in the business of helping other people in in some way, shape, or form. So this was written for whole teams to work together, to read the story, to extract the lessons, and go through the work of developing the actual things, the the tools that we recommend uh, so that they can improve their performance in whatever that is. So that's one audience. The other one is, this is a great book to read with your kids. Uh, no matter how old they are, uh, these are uh, the stories can be related to. Uh, what's been really cool about this is uh, the setting for the story was when I was 12 years old, uh, and uh, when uh, you know, and all the lessons that my dad taught me in this experience. I today have a 12-year-old son of my own, and so the timing on this was really pretty cool. Uh, because I was able to reflect on my own experiences, uh, especially in the setting of where I have, um, you know, children of my own and how those same lessons apply to them. So it's been a lot of fun and it's a great read. So what do you want readers to take away from your writing of this book? So here's the key message. uh, And this is a big, big part of the story, which is, uh, when I was growing up, my my dad had the advertising account for one of the largest banks in the Western United States, and he coined a phrase early on in his relationship, his thirty year relationship with them, that they used for decades as their slogan, and that slogan was "Where people mean everything," and the whole design. Uh, And he embodied this, but the whole design of their strategy as a business was that everything was centered around, you know, the person making it a great environment for people to do business where people mean everything. The fun twist in the story was that was not just a snappy slogan that he coined, but it was the way he lived his life, not only professionally, but also personally. Uh, and there are some, some vivid, uh, clear examples of that, of how he did that in an extraordinary way as a father, as my dad, of how he made uh, our environment a place where, at home, where people mean everything. So whether it's in business, whether it's at home, uh, at the end of the day, especially today, in the environment and the culture we're living in today, uh, I think we, we all agree that we could all benefit from a little more compassion, a lot more kindness and courtesy. Yep. And, and this is the volume that will spread that throughout an entire organization, a family, or whatever group of people you work with. 
That's awesome. Well, before we let you go, my friend, how do we get in touch with you on social media, the websites, all these things? Perfect. So, um, Stephen J. Anderson, right? Stephen J. Anderson, Stephen with a V, StephenJAnderson.com. Uh, you, can, you can actually get the book pre-release. Uh, be one of the first ones to receive it. Uh, you can get that on Amazon.com if you just search for the bicycle book and uh, my name, just do the bicycle book and Anderson and uh, it'll pop up. You can pre-order that today and be one of the first ones to receive it uh, when it comes out shortly. Fantastic. Well, Stephen, you have been fantastic. I definitely want to chat with you again because uh, you've got such a great book here, my friend. Thanks for writing it, and uh, thanks for being with us today, my friend. It's it's definitely been a uh, an honor and a privilege. Thank you, my man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We'll look forward to talking to you again. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you, Stephen. There he goes. That is Stephen Anderson. And we are going to take a brief time out. And when we come back, we have got more coming up on the other side. It is your big broadcast. going to do this we are going to go to our next guest he is going to join us live here on our big program coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio. and we go to our next guest luke is going to join us here in just a few moments luke how are you my friend i'm doing well thank you for having me on now uh luke give us a little bit on your background my friend tell us a little about yourself well uh pretty normal guy got a job got a daughter and uh I live in Denver, Colorado, and uh, in my spare time, I like to write. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Luke, tell us a little bit about your latest project here, my friend. Well, it's a book uh, called Children of Violence. came out late last year, so almost been out for almost a year. Uh, a lot of it is uh, about – it's a fiction book based on <clears> – excuse me. No, no problem. A lot of things that have happened to my dad and myself, uh, my dad's life and my life as well. 
uh, a lot of stuff that happens behind closed doors that people don't know about. Uh, and then the violent situations that can happen to people that nobody knows about. Wow. So tell us a little bit about the, uh, the writing process for this incredible book. So uh, I wrote a bunch of short stories based on a lot of true events. And I took about half of them and I connected them, filled in the gaps, so to speak, to, to make the book itself. Awesome. Awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. Luke joins us here on our big broadcast. Children of Violence. It is his uh, debut uh, book here. T- t- tell us a little bit about uh, why you decided to, to put this book together. Well, I've always enjoyed storytelling just as an art. And uh, I read a lot and I wanted to try writing. I didn't even know if it was possible, if anyone would understand what I was trying to say on the page. Uh, My goal was to entertain, shock, talk about topics that are not necessarily taboo, but things that people don't talk about a lot. Uh, A lot of the book topics include racism, radical religion, uh, drug and alcohol abuse, things like that. Sounds kind of dark, but there is some comedy in there as well. That's awesome. So uh, what do you want readers to take away from your writing in this great book? Well, I, I want to shock and entertain. There's no, I don't have, a, there seems to be a lot of books lately, a lot of books and movies where there's just a, a hero and the hero is a good guy with no flaws. And instead of doing that, I, I made a bunch of flawed people and put them in bad situations and see how they get out of it, if they can. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So uh, with the book, tell me a little bit about how you wrote this, as, as far as did you have notes, did you have an outline? Take us through all that. Well, like I said, I, I did the short stories, and I based each one off of an event that's happened to myself or my father and just weird things that have happened. And I didn't, I didn't really have an outline and I had to kind of figure out how to connect it all. The book doesn't follow a, uh, it's not in chronological order and that's by design. So each character tells their own story and people filter in and out of the storylines to come to a, climactic surprise ending that no one sees coming. That's awesome. I've had people tell me that they've thrown the book down. They've yelled bad language. They hate, <laughs> it. they hate, they hate me. Uh, <laughs> wow. So it's, it's, it's gotten a visceral or physical response from some people that they're not expecting at the end. Yeah. Which is, which was by design. That's awesome. It is a great guest with us today. Children of Violence, a novella. Luke joins us here in our broadcast. So tell us a little bit about how you broke free of a dysfunctional upbringing to live a quote-unquote normal life. Tell us about this. Well, a a lot of it was uh, time. When you're in a bad situation, uh, a lot of people can't see an end to that. When I was a kid, it, it was... It was really bad in the home, and I 
I was going to run away at one point and I had a friend stop me and just say, Hey, just live in this hell for six more months. And you know, you'll be 18 and you can do whatever you want, which is true. So you, you know, you become an adult and you can just leave. So not everyone has that luxury. Of course, some people have emotional ties or things like that, but I just got up and left, you know, when I graduated high school. Well, it is a great guest to this today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So tell us a little bit about uh, why a religious zealot mom and mentally ill dad. And talk to us a little bit about all this, uh, how this defines your childhood and everything. Well, my dad had some issues, uh, mental issues, and there was a lot of drugs. And I would visit him on the weekends in... uh, urban St. Louis, uh, and the culture shock would be when I would live with my mom in a small farming community. So I'd go from uh, a small, all-white farming community to the inner city on the weekends, and that just that's just a culture shock. It's two different worlds, and I had to kind of live in and out of those worlds. Uh, my mother was part of a religious organization and she was more or less a fanatic and everything in the home was religion and God to the most extreme level possible. And I go through a lot of that in the book. And then on the weekends, it was the inner city and, uh, hanging out with my dad in pool halls and, uh, just very shady areas of St. Louis. Wow. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live. Children of Violence is the latest from Luke. And um, so how do people get in touch with you online, social media, your website, everything? How do they correspond with you, my friend? Well, my my name, Luke Girardi, G-H-E-R-A-R-D-I. I've kept it pretty simple. My website's LukeGirardi.com. Facebook, I'm Luke Girardi. Instagram, I'm Luke Girardi. So uh, I kept it pretty simple on that front that's awesome we've got luke girardi with us today now talk to us about how writing this novella brought back not so sweet childhood memories tell us about this it was very difficult to write especially about uh the bad things i i wanted my main goal was to make it seem realistic so i didn't shy away from Bad language, for example. Uh, I have I haven't been criticized on that either, which I think speaks to the authenticity of how I use language. Uh, I use a lot of bad language, but it's not because I want to be mean and use bad language, but it's just true to the actual character themselves. Uh, <clears throat> I had uh, I had I had to write it. Uh, the, I would walk around and speak the dialogue out as opposed to just normally writing. And I write by hand, so I wrote it all on notebooks. I had all these notebooks. Wow. And eventually I had to sit around and type it all out. Because a lot of times you'll you'll write something down, especially dialogue-wise. Yes. And then when you say it out loud, people don't talk in proper English. And yes. all of the all of the characters speak in their own different voice. And that was one of the major challenges I had to make completely different people 
seem reasonable, but all be written by the same person. It took about a year after I had the short stories written. It took about a year after that to actually make it. And it's a short book. A lot of people read it in, in one setting. It's only 120-ish pages. So a lot of people just read through it. It's fast-paced. And uh, I probably cut out two-thirds of it because it was just, and I didn't want to, but it didn't move the story along the way I wanted to. Yeah. We have got a great guest with us today. Luke Girardi is with us, Children of Violence and Novella. He joins us live here on Skype. So how do most people fail to break this cycle of poverty, crime, and abuse? Tell us about this. Well, people are tribal, right? So they they band together with what they know, unfortunately. Uh and they have emotional ties to family. A lot of people have families and there's emotional ties that are toxic and they stay, they stay in these toxic situations. And plus they don't think they can move out. You know, once you're in a bad situation, it's, it's hard to see outside of that. It's hard to see that you can change, but it, it's definitely possible. Well, it is an incredible book. I appreciate you making time for us today and putting this together. Uh, before we let you go, run it down for us one more time. How do we get the book, and how do we get involved with what you're doing online? Uh, once again, it's my, my name, Luke, L-U-K-E, Girardi, G-H-E-R-A-R-D-I, and that's LukeGirardi.com. On Facebook, I'm Luke Girardi, and on Instagram, I'm Luke Girardi, so... That's how to get in touch with me and check out my book and let me know what you think, good or bad. Tell me you hate it. <laughs> Go ahead, do it. Well, that is uh, fantastic. I, I've never had an author do that, so that 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 is tremendous. Uh, Luke, you are great. I definitely want to have you back on the show, and uh, thanks for making time for us today, my friend. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Appreciate it. There he goes. That is Luke Girardi. And we are going to take a timeout. And apparently Irving, Texas is calling. So we'll figure all that out when we get back here on our big, big, big program. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductible 
deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. To keep your family and property safe, call 1-800-676-1070. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-676-1070. 1-800-676-1070. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home home appointment. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. We are back live here on our big broadcast. We've got Jerry Hauser with us. He joins us live. Jerry, welcome to the broadcast. How, how are you, my friend? I'm fine. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. So, so, so Can you hear me? Yes, I've got you, Jerry. I've got you. So, uh, so Jerry, talk I can hardly hear you, James. Okay, okay. Well, well, I'll make some adjustments on our end, and uh, you just keep talking, Jerry. Uh, so, so, Jerry Hauser, tell us a little bit about the diamond business, my friend. You're starting to become a regular here. Give, give me all the details here, Jerry.
And when they go up there, based on percentages, it's not like the stock market, which is, you know, thousands and thousands of different stocks you can buy, or homes and so on, they're all priced differently for different reasons. Uh, we're strictly a pure uh, uh, supply and demand type situation, and uh, starting like sometime this month, just before the Thanksgiving, which is really the beginning of the heart of the season, uh, prices will go up only because that's where they are now, moving up little by little. Uh, other than that, uh, the market is firm. Uh, there are some people buying diamonds for investment now that we haven't seen in quite a while, like in, I would say, 40, 50 years. Uh, but they are being bought overseas, uh, especially in Europe, in France in particular. And the Chinese and the Japanese are buying also in today's world. So uh, the diamonds are... Uh, well, let me just back up. I'm not... I'm not uh, promoting anybody to do what I say. <laughs> I know that sounds like a paradox, but uh, diamonds are very portable. You can hold millions and millions of dollars in one hand, in the palm of your hand, and uh, unlike gold, uh, nobody would know you're holding the diamonds because they're not heavy. It's the lightest natural resource lies element on the planet, lighter than, than lint. So some people feel that uh, our currency or the currencies in the world are turning, are turning upside down. And uh, when that happens, uh, based on past performance, uh, people have started to buy diamonds and that pushes the market higher. So that's just a synopsis of the market. Uh, it's a healthy market. And most people are not aware that it's a liquid market because uh, we don't get a lot of fan, we don't want a lot of fanfare uh, in the trade. Uh, but there is price guidelines that are out there that one can uh, understand prices and understand quality. Uh, we can liquidate diamonds. When you're a member of the New York Diamond Dealers Club, or one of the diamonds, there's over uh, 30 different diamond clubs all over the world. And that makes, uh, you get a broker, somebody like myself, and you can sell a diamond. So doesn't mean if you're buying a diamond, you can't sell it. That's a misnomer. Uh, many people, especially women, uh, uh, have a lot of sentimental value to an engagement ring diamond. And so consequently, they uh, uh, don't want to part with it. But sometimes they get a diamond when, when her uh, fiancé was not making much money, both as couples didn't make much money, to afford a better stone or a larger stone. And so uh, we make uh, sentimental value comes in. We, they don't trade it up. They, what they do is they, we make a pendant out of it or get another one to make earrings, you know, things like that. And then we, we, we were able to market it in a larger stone and make everybody happy. So that's pretty much where it is right now. Fantastic. We have got Jerry Hauser with us today. Jerry Hauser joins us here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, to Border to Border. So, Jerry, um, how did you get started in the diamond business in New York City? Because you moved out west to San Diego a few years ago, my friend. Yes. Uh, I had two locals that were in the business. 
Uh, I was a runner, which means that when they cut a diamond, uh, I would run downstairs and, <laughs> and open to one of the retailers on 47th Street. But also, I started traveling with them. Uh, I used to go as far as far north as, as northern New Jersey and all the way down to Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Uh, and it's just, it's just a, it's fascinating. You, you learn as you travel. You just keep learning. I didn't just learn from my uncles. I'll just give you one little tidbit. Uh, to clean a diamond, it's not necessary to buy jewelry cleaner or diamond cleaner. If you use rubbing alcohol on a tiny little brush and just wash it over the diamond, and it, it, it'll act the same way as a jewelry cleaner will. It's perfectly safe, and to be candid with you, you know, after you use the rubbing alcohol in the diamond, you can drink the alcohol. James, you're supposed to laugh. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, Jerry Hauser with us today. He joins us live here to broadcast. So, um, let's talk a little bit of politics. Is is give, give give us your take on some of the different issues of the day, my friend, and how it relates to uh, to diamonds. Well, this will take two or three shows. Uh, diamonds have. I'm talking about the high-quality diamonds, very high, and at least a carrot to get the maximum appreciation. Uh, when there's a scenario relating to inflation, uh, like it did back in the middle and late 70s, uh, the diamonds went through the roof. Uh, the benchmark diamond that they use is one carat D flawless. That's the highest-rated diamond. Uh, very well cut and certified by GIA laboratory with the standards for diamond grading for all the other labs. Uh, but make a long story short, uh, it, uh, uh, the, the benchmark diamond went from uh, 6,400 for one carat to 6,400 to 64,000 and then to 66,000 for one carat. And when the uh, economy starts sinking, uh, we had a situation where, you know, the interest rates got high, and that negates growth for companies. And it's just a long story without going through all the details. Basically, the diamond prices have come down. You can now buy a diamond, a one carat, the same benchmark diamond, for about $23,000 a carat. That's an extremely well-cut diamond. Uh, very. It, it, Without, again, getting all the specifics on the phone at the moment, for the sake of time, uh, everything, all the stars got to line up perfectly. And it's, and it's graded accordingly. Of course, there's tolerance levels, uh, because they're hand cut. But uh, as an example, a table of the diamond, which is the very top of the diamond, uh, for a round diamond, it should be uh, no higher than 62% and no lower than 55%. When it's 55 to 59%, it's on its way to becoming what they call an ideal cut diamond. So yeah, the market's firm. Uh, as far as politics go, I wanna delve a little bit deeper into politics. Uh, and again, this is gonna take at least two or three more interviews. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I'm a senior. 
and uh, half of my life, the first half, I was a Democrat growing up in New York City. Uh, the greater majority of people in New York City were Democrats. Why? Because the Democrats in those days represented the very best for people. Uh, uh, John Kennedy, as far as I'm concerned, was one of the best presidents we've had in my lifetime. Why do I say that? Because he was really for the people. And I believe, and this is not to sound too disparaging to Democrats listening, but if he ran today, he would be a Republican. He put in price control. He, he's the one that the president created the, 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 the technology, not the technology, but the idea of, of exercising, being good for your health. He, he stood up to the Russians in the Cuban Missile Crisis. He broke up a lot of the uh, companies that were basically monopolizing their industry. And I can go on and on with, with uh, Jack Kennedy, called John. But anyway, today's Democratic Party is extreme. It's extreme socialism. And I believe it's more than, than socialism. Now, you may say, why? Well, uh, it's, it's, they want control. They're controlling people. They're controlling students in the school. Uh, and I don't want to go on and on knocking the Democrats any more than that. I think people in the, in the world, uh, certainly in the, in the U.S., are aware they're living through it. In the recent election in Virginia, for instance, they were, which was strictly a, a very popular Democratic state, the governor is now a Republican. Now, no extreme is good. In fact, if you follow through on that thought, uh, if you had a piece of candy or the chocolate lovers, you know that if you ate too much chocolate, extreme amount, you'd get a stomachache, or you get sick, or headachey. And you could take the no extreme example to any level uh, and anything that's going on in your life. Okay? I gotta add to it, for a lot of people, uh, no diamond can be big enough. (laughs) They want extremely bigger diamond. But anyway, the Democratic Party has changed. Now, the Republican Party has its faults also, but basically they've turned to be more like the Democrats that were back in the 70s, 80s. Even Clinton, was, to me, was a good president. He was good for people, he was good for business. But it's all changed. It's changed, it's radical right now. And uh, how does that affect the world? Well, just watch the news. Uh, see what's happening in Europe. Not to say, now I can go on and on with this, uh, but I, I, you know, growing up, I just, you know, I worked on Wall Street for six years. I worked for what's in, was it who's who was a financial genius. Uh, I, I, I can tell you all about how companies go public and the problems that happen uh, when there was not enough regulation. For instance, uh, there was a case back in the '60s. Uh, there was a gold mine in in Canada, and there was insider trading, and then the roof collapsed. But when it collapsed on that company, it gave the idea to some criminals who do the same even today. Even Martha, uh, Martha Stewart got locked up for insider trading. Not too long ago, a couple of years ago. Yes. Three, 
<laughs> yeah, that that uh, we've got Jerry Hauser with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. And and yes, Jerry, that happened a few years ago. But why why isn't anybody else getting locked up for insider trading, brother? This is this is this is fascinating. Well, Jerry, thanks for doing this, my friend. I really, really appreciated the time and chatting with you, my friend, and have yourself a wonderful day. You too. One thing. One last thing. I want to wish everybody a very, very uh, safe, healthy, wonderful holiday season and the best in the new year. 
Fantastic. Well, Jerry, we'll talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductible you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted, 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. To keep your family and property safe, call 1-800-676-1070. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-676-1070. 1-800-676-1070. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. Back to the Chiggy Jaguar Show on the network. Okay. <laughs> I always love this stuff. I love all this stuff. We're going to go to Pam Oaks here in just a few moments. The great Pam Oaks. She's going to join us live here on our big broadcast. We are live to Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. 
1 p.m. Mountain Standard, and of course, 24-7, JiggyJaguar.com. Uh, I need you to explain to me what the Jiggy Jaguar show is. I had a radio guy just call me up out of nowhere to do an interview with me. And he wanted me to explain to him what the Jiggy Jaguar show is. Ah, radio guy in Texas. Oh, these radio people. I love them. They don't love me, but I love them. Uh, all the radio people, they're great. They're all great. They're all great. I wish they'd all just take a dive off a bridge. That's really what I really wish they would do. Uh, I just wish they would all take a dive off a fucking bridge. Off a fucking bridge. And I can say that because I'm Jiggy Jaguar. <laughs> well, I see here that you had a four-year gap uh, working. Uh, explain that to me. <laughs> Always love these guys that do interviews without doing interviews. <laughs> it's great. Well, I'll explain that when we do an interview. Well, to get to know phone call. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> All these idiots. All these fucking idiots. Get a hold of us online. J I G G Y J A G U A R dot com, baby. And uh, that is your website of record, kids. I love it, and they love it, and everybody loves it. I love it. Waiting on Pam Oaks to give us a holla, 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 as they say. I don't know who's saying it. Don't know why they're saying it, but we are going to go to Pam Oaks as soon as she picks up the old Skype or Rooney. She apparently is not online, according to the old... Uh, According to the old skipper skypers over there. So um I don't know what the hell's going on here, so we shall see what happens. Oh, Johnny Kim would say. So what what did you do for that four year gap? Well I sat around and I made fun of Asian guys who own old moose lodges in Salina, Kansas. That's what I did. Literally that's what we did. If you if you remember <laughs> I love it. Pam Oaks always picks a tremendous time to join us. <laughs> How are you, you know, Pam? I never heard the uh for the call. Well I called you and it said that you were busy, so I figured you would call me back. No, I was sitting here waiting for you. I figured I figured you were probably you know telling uh, telling people what did you do to like that four year gap? I had some idiot. I always love <laughs> I always love these people that call me and they want to do job interviews but they don't want to call it a job interview. It's a get-to-know-you call. 
That's a job interview, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I just had some random guy out of nowhere in uh, his, the closest city, major city that he said he was in. He was near, and I didn't even know this was a real town, Gun Barrel, Texas. Ooh. Apparently like there's that. a thing called Gun Barrel, Texas. <laughs> that, 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 that's the kind of place where you go, uh, Texas born, Texas bad, bred, goddamn be Texas dead. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and this guy calls me and he starts talking to me and he's going down my resume and he goes, what did you do? I see you had a four year gap here between, uh, rocking up radio. And first of all, you don't order Chinese food in that voice. Don't do interviews in that voice. <laughs> I've always said that about radio people. They don't order Chinese food in that voice. Oh, my God. Please do not do any of your business in that voice. Do they hail a cab in that voice? No, they don't. So he calls me, and he starts in with all this stuff, and he goes, so I made up a bunch of nonsense because he hadn't gotten to my favorite part, which is how much is the pay? That always scares people off. Uh, yeah. And he hadn't gotten to my favorite part, but honestly, I was sitting here uh, joking about uh, our good friend Johnny Kim in Salina Kent. Oh, the Facebook. And um, I was joking about Johnny, and I was thinking, you know, what I should have said is I should have said, well, you know what I did for four years? We sat around and we made fun of this. We poked fun at this Asian guy who owned an old moose lodge in Salina, Kansas. And then I got to sit here and I'm like, you know, I think that's what me and Ross did for four years on this show. <laughs> we made fun of Johnny. <laughs> so realistically, that's what I did for four years. <laughs> we just that's that's what I did on my summer vacation. That's what we did. Oh well, I'll tell you what. What was funny? Uh, years and years ago was uh what did i do on my summer vacation well i watched britney which is is kind of a an interesting uh as they say a dovetail into our conversation here but what did i do on my summer vacation well i watched britney pull over to the side of the road every, every chance she got to do things to the vehicle and then of course we have pam oaks car care for the clueless <laughs> i'll tell you that was that was the longest trip to get out of the state of kansas we got up at 5 a.m let me see here 5 a.m we went she didn't of course show up till six and then she told me when she got here you told me whatever so then we get (laughs) then we go pick up big will that's 7 a.m and then she had to groom me in Big Will's driveway. I don't know if you've seen the video. I put it out on social media of oh, her standing there grooming me in the drive in Big Will's driveway. And then um, she's like a spider monkey, apparently. Only she's got better fashion sense. I don't know. I've seen spider monkeys. They're, they're, they might have better fashion sense than she does. Okay, so we leave there. It takes eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12 we still have not left the state of kansas 
Because she's pulling over to the side of the road every chance she gets. Like at one point, she pulled over to a gas station. Now she's supposedly, I had a guy use a bathroom. No. No one goes into a convenience store to use his bathroom and then come out with duct tape and a bunch of other stuff. She was <laughs> duct taping the pe- pieces of her front bumper back together so they didn't drag on the ground. <laughs> But she didn't tell you guys. No, she didn't tell us. And Big Will then noticed that she was laying down on the ground in front of, in front of the car. And he's like, oh, mercy. We're, we're going to need a rental car before this is all over with. See, you guys had a golden missed opportunity. That's when you test to see if the driver's airbag and the clock spring in the center of the steering wheel if it works, and you know one of the ways that you can tell how it works? So when you lay on that horn. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is uh, we had a... Um, That's the excuse. What you want to see is the person jump and swear. We, <laughs> had, we had an auto accident the other day, and part of the reason why we had the auto accident was because, well, first of all, my neighbor doesn't ever look when he backs up. He just puts it in reverse. But oh um, she went to honk. And she couldn't because her horns broke. So. That's irony. So we got the horn problem. And then we got, and then she can't roll her, uh, her window down on the driver's side and hasn't been able to for three months. So when the opportunity arose to go get this fixed, uh, she had a 60 inch uh, TV shipped to her house. It was on sale, and I have an online shopping addiction. That's what she tells me. Oh, so. <laughs> so it's a hell of a deal. However, and I do, I, I, I want to see if I can find this, because I don't know. Maybe you know what this is or where this is at. And while you're looking for that, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Go, about tell us, because I... About the horn operation. Yes. You always have that excuse. Get on the I'm horn. just checking to see if they're a bag, huh? You know what I mean? <laughs> but meanwhile, you did it because you wanted to see the person jump. So, long time ago in the shop, it was, we're in Florida, torrential afternoon rainstorm. My mom came over to the shop. <laughs> mom doesn't get wet, right? So, we had a car up in the air, and here we can pull underneath. In fact, we used to store cars overnight like that, so they weren't outside. We had her pull underneath and got out of the car, and she went in, and needless to say, I was going to take it back out, and Peter was there doing a tranny service on a car. The mechanic, not the cat. Mechanic. <laughs> You've talked to Peter before. Yes, I like I'm Peter. He's, he's still great. with me. Anyway. He's great. Love Peter. My mom gave me the key fob, and I looked at the car, and I looked at Peter, and I says, oh, and then one of the other techs looked at me and he says, you got to do it. And I says, oh, yeah, we're doing this. And my mom realized what was going on. She goes, oh, don't do that. Oh, no, don't do that. She goes, I can't look. And she went over to the lobby. Meanwhile, the two of us knew that we were going to hit that panic button on that car, <laughs> which we did. And subsequently, Peter, I swear to God, latched his body to the undercarriage of that Ford Exploder that we had on on the rack. He jumped. Fast forward maybe about a month or two later, 
We're going to change the oil in my mom's car. Back then, my mom had her car. Now they're in their 80s. They only have, they're down to one car. My mom doesn't drive anymore. But yeah, they had a set, a spare set of keys hidden in the trunk in both cars. So that just in case, you could get in there in case you locked your keys in the car. Peter comes by, shakes the keys in front of our faces and said, look what I've got. And went to proceed to change the oil. And I'm like, I'm not passing this up, right? So we went in the back, and I went. He says, I have the keys in my pocket. And I says, I don't care. I just have to get in the trunk. I went in the trunk, and I got the keys. He's changing the oil in the car. We waited until every he was clear and all that. We were all were hiding in the tire racks watching him. And, of course, we hit the panic button again. <laughs> Jesus. Same thing. <laughs> One horizontal latched on the bottom of the car. Well, uh, Pam Oaks I'm is with us today. I'm surprised to me this day. And she is fantastic. And uh, findmeautohelp.com is the official website. Also the book, Find Me Auto Help. It makes a great Christmas gift, especially for people who are clueless when it comes to cars. So, so Pam, next week, because we're almost out of time here, I got oh. I got to get to my Nazi scientist here in a few moments, the hidden Nazi, Ooh. Dean Router. Um, before we get to him, though, next week uh, I've got to tell you we might be in your neck of the woods in January. Oh. There. Because me, Big Will, and maybe if I can talk Brittany into it, because of course she's allergic to the entire state of Florida, supposedly. Um, we may be coming down there the January 14th through the 16th. Perfect. So we're welcoming you with open arms. But I'll tell you <laughs> what we're coming for <laughs> is just insane. But we'll talk about that next week. Okay. <laughs> And uh, Pam, have yourself a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next week, my friend. Thank you. Take Appreciate care. Appreciate it. There she goes. That is Pam Oaks, the lovely and talented Pam Oaks. And that wraps it up here from our big broadcast. We will inevitably, yes, inevitably, see you next time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.